I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Our family has grown. Welcome to the world, Hannah baby. Introducing a new collection, Hannah Soft, made with Tencel. It's so breathable, with stretchy comfort for all of baby's first moments. And it's cool and gentle on their skin all year round. Entrusted Hannah quality for your most precious gift. Hannah Soft, made to last. Shop now at hannahanderson.com. All right, Dolphins, Ravens, I told you, you, you gave out a first half under that you really liked. One that I really like. Little worried about the Ravens run game, man. Uh, love me some Lamar. Little, not not really, I, I got some concerns. I mean, Kyle Fuller, that injury sucks. Because I loved that pickup in the secondary. Mm. Love Kyle Hamilton, yep. obviously. I was a big Patrick Queen guy at LSU. I wanted him in Green Bay. A uh, little worried. I mean, he could get after the quarterback. He was on He was on the field. I was actually surprised. They didn't just use him to blitz the quarterback because he's been an absolute zero in coverage the first couple of years. Yep. Again, he's young, though. He played every defensive snap, though. Harbaugh has been raving about him, so I'm expecting, hopefully, a nice year three, year four, whatever he's at now, leap. Um, I love the first half under in this game. Ravens struggling to, to run the ball right now. Lamar struggles against the Dolphins. We know what they're going to do. They're going to blitz the hell out of them. Yep. And then the Dolphins, everybody's talking about the Dolphins, and I know I went over eight and a half wins. I have some concerns about Tua. Tua might be a backup, man. He didn't look great. I don't know that I want to see Teddy Bridgewater. I'm not saying that, but I mean, I just, everybody just thinks because Miami has Jalen Waddell, and they have Tyreek Hill, and they have Devontae Parker, that they're just going to hang 40 every game. And Tua, I mean, Tua is not a deep ball thrower, though. And if you watch that game, like Tyreek had double-digit targets. They're not going to just use him as a deep threat. And also, Mike McDaniels, man, they're going to run the football. I know that Kyle Shanahan calls him the greatest offensive mind that he's ever met or whatever he says about him. And I know that he was the OC there and the passing game coordinator, but he actually got his start as the run game coordinator. That's why they went after Chase Edmonds, spent money on that backfield. I just I think this is going to be a low-scoring game, but I don't want to play the full total under. So I'm going to go first half under Miami-Baltimore, 21-and-a-half. The full game total is up to 44-and-a-half, so I'm staying away. At 3-and-a-half, I kind of want to grab Miami plus 3-and-a-half. Ravens on the money line, minus 190. I have nothing with the side, but I do like that first half under. It's actually my favorite bet this weekend. Anything for you in this one? Nothing for me. So the Dolphins, they've actually won nine of their last ten games dating back to last year. We know they got off to that awful start. It was like one and seven or something. Then they won seven in a row. Yeah. But the Ravens in their last 10 games against the Dolphins, they're nine and one against the spread. That one loss was last year on Thursday night. So if you're into those kind of trends, the Ravens have dominated the Dolphins through the years. There's no play for me in this one. Three and a half just seems like the perfect number. This game, I looked at this line and I'm like, yeah, this just feels like a field goal game. Like it's going to come down to the wire. Maybe Miami gets a backdoor at the end. I do think the Ravens are going to win. This is just one of those games where, like, the Dolphins could get up early. It looks like maybe they're going to win, and then just kind of going through it, the Ravens score. They're kind of they're losing, but they're, like, in control kind of the whole way. You're, like, never kind of worried that they're going to lose it at some point. So I do think they're going to win it. 
But, uh, yeah, look, the defense is a big concern. The secondary, the injuries, Marlon Humphrey's questionable. Marcus Peters is questionable. He didn't yeah. play last week. Brandon Stevens is questionable. Ronnie Stanley on the offensive line, probably not going to play. J.K. Dobbins is questionable, although he was practicing this week. So they still have a lot of injuries that they're dealing with from last year and all the injuries that they had. It's going to be tough. Harbaugh and home openers, they're usually really good to open the season. Like Home openers under him, they tend to play very, very well, which is why I tend to lean towards the Ravens. I don't know, though. Just feels like a lot of sharp money's coming in on the Dolphins because of the injuries. People like to match up. And the Ravens, the way they looked against Miami last year with that blitz with the defense that Miami was playing against them, these receivers better separate, Ryan, because yeah. they're going to keep blitzing them until they can figure it out. Yeah, they're going to blitz the hell out of them. We you know, know that. Lamar is obviously a Miami guy. He's a Florida guy, so you just worry playing against his hometown team Like if he starts pressing when things don't go his way. I think he'll stay with within him, though. They didn't run him really at all last week. They are going to pick and choose their spots when to really run him because the season is so long. This is one of those games when you look back on the season down the road, when you're battling for playoff positioning, wild card spots, like this could be a key tiebreaker type game. So I do think they're going to run him more than they obviously did against the Jets. I kind of like the Ravens money line though, but I don't really want to lay the minus 190. I think Miami could get off to a good start. You know, Miami like first quarter could be a play. Like, I think they could get off to a good start in this game. I really do. The Ravens started slow last week. You got to remember, last week was Lamar's first game that he's played in a long time because he missed the final month of last season. The Ravens are such a rhythm and timing offense because of all the zone read stuff that they do and all that stuff. So Miami first quarter could be a look kind of like that. I don't think it's up right now. The first half is up. So look at that through the week. But... Yeah, nothing full game, man. The three and a half, it just it feels like the right number. Yeah. It just feels like the perfect number for this game. Yeah, I just don't I don't really see an advantage. I do love the first half under. Again, it's twenty one and a half, but man, I mean it's gonna be interesting to see how the Ravens secondary looks against Jalen Waddell and Tyreek Hill without Kyle, uh, Kyle Fuller, who tore his left ACL, which is a huge loss. Just too many injuries, man. Marcus Peters still not out there right now. I'm just gonna stay away from this game. And then also, I mean, I might we'll see what it looks like. I'm just gonna wait. Any prop I have in this game, I'm going to wait before uh, kickoff because obviously, you know, Lamar contract year, everybody, if you're playing Lamar props, you're probably staying away from passing. Even the last week, man, I took the over one and a half touchdown passes and it was plus money. That was a discounted price. <laughs> um, but man, I would have to go under on the rushing yards, to be honest, because struggled to run the ball last week. And then if you look at last season against Miami, 39 rushing yards in that last matchup, they sacked them four times. They kind of have Lamar figured out, meaning he'll probably break out you know, rush for 200 yards in this game, but they got to get, they got to get something going on the ground, man. You can't have, I mean, JK Dobbins hopefully is back. They need him. Obviously Kenyon Drake, 11 carries for 31 yards. Lamar just six carries for 17 yards. Maybe we see more uh, quarterback design runs. I don't know though this week. So just the first half under in that game, 21 and a half. Um, another one that we got coming up this weekend, Atlanta, they hit the road. They take on the Rams. Double-digit spread, which has come down a little bit, actually. Opened at 13, and now I believe it's down to 10.5. Let me uh, refresh my page here really quickly. 10 now, flat 10. All the way down to 10. I I grabbed Atlanta plus 13, thinking that maybe I knew which direction that was heading. A little bit of an overreaction, obviously, with Atlanta looking pretty good, at least in the first half against the Saints. They end up losing in heartbreaking fashion because they have absolutely no pass rush, and the secondary kind of sucks. But double digits, man. 
I know everybody expects the Rams just to bounce back. I think the Rams do win this game, although I didn't make them my survivor pick. But I don't know if they do it by double digits. I'm a little worried about Stafford's elbow. I'm a little bit worried about the offensive line. That's the other thing. I'm, it's not just like Matthew Stafford just singling in on Cooper Cup and only looking his direction and Allen Robinson not being able to create separation. It's the offensive line. Stafford got hit a lot. But I want to see a bigger sample size because that was Buffalo's pass rush and their top 15 defense, top 10 defense. Uh, but man, I mean, like Marcus Mariota looked all right running that Did. offense. And I'm not really high on Marcus Mariota in the year 2022. He's not going to, they're not going to win 10 games. He's not going to win the MVP, but with Arthur Smith calling the plays, he obviously knows him pretty well. Had him in Tennessee. Things look pretty good. Drake London had a really good debut, which we didn't even know if he was going to be available. He's been dealing with an injury. Kyle Pitts was actually kind of the odd man out. We'll see how they use him. If anything, I might look at some of his props. Patterson, I made the big mistake of going under on his rushing attempts. Thinking they're going to use Mike Davis a little bit more. He had over nine and a half carries by like the second quarter, and he went for over 100 yards. So the run game looked all right. I thought maybe there'd be a little bit Rushed of regression. Rushed 201 yards. Yeah, yeah. it was ridiculous. I grabbed Atlanta. Uh, it's 10 now. I, I think they keep it close. Anything for you in that game? The total nah, 46. Yeah, nothing for me. Just mentioned Atlanta rushed for 201 yards last week. They looked really good. Their defense also had four sacks. They had an NFL low 18 last year. They already had four in week one against the Saints. It's tough. You know, the Rams, obviously, a tough home loss in prime time on national TV. They play on a Thursday, so they get the extra rest now playing on a Sunday in week two. I, this is This is a total stay away for me. I'm in this pool every week where I pick against the spread in every game and I yeah. got to rank it confidence. Like one is my lowest confidence. This is probably my one pointer. Really? I, I have no, I have no feel in this game. I think a lot of people are going to take Atlanta because of how the Rams looked and how the Falcons looked. The Falcons over exceeded against the Saints, should have won that game. And the Rams obviously disappointed. The offense didn't look great. I just don't know. I don't know. This is tough. You know, these late games, these four o'clock games, we have like three games that are big numbers. And then the primetime games, obviously, have a couple big numbers, too. Yeah. Just to stay away from me. If I had to make a play, probably the Rams, just because I think they'll bounce back. I think they'll be they'll be motivated off that loss to fix some things, get it going. Sean McVay's going to get some confidence to Allen Robinson. The play calling was garbage. I bet no Cam more Akers, first down draws for two yards, oh, for the love man. of God. I bet Cam Akers runs the ball a little bit more. Just got to get your offense going again. The defense did not look good, man. Diggs was cooking Jalen Ramsey all night. Yeah. Aaron Donald, you really didn't hear much from him. But, uh, I, yeah, it's tough. 10, you know, the 13, I like the Falcons there. But at this number 10, just it's a no play for me. I was actually kind of surprised to see it go all the way down to 10. But, yeah, I mean, it was 10 and a half this morning. Uh, it probably stays around there, so... I do like Atlanta to cover the double. Like Atlanta's a team where I went under four and a half wins, but I'm probably going to bet them more than I fade them this year just because we're, I mean, same thing with the Texans. I was on the Texans last week. Yeah. The seven and a half point dogs against the Colts. They should have won that game. Yep. They're up 20 to three at the half. <laughs> really quickly on this one, I want to hit on this because I got Survivor. I survived week one, 50% of the pool and Joe O's pool dead. Um, I mean, that was crazy, man. I've never seen anything like it. And I changed my pick. Week one, especially. Dude, I changed my pick last minute, 45 minutes before kickoff. I looked at the weather in Chicago and I was like, man, I could see the Bears winning this game against San Francisco because I originally went with the Niners. That was my pick. And so I ended up taking Baltimore, thinking, all right, no Zach Wilson. Even if it is Zach Wilson, the Ravens are going to roll here. And they did. So that worked out. But now, right now, and I changed last week, could still do it here. I right now have the Bengals, and we're going to preview this game here in a second, so this isn't a game preview, because I'm betting a 
full disclosure, I'm betting the Cowboys plus seven and a half. It's a numbers play. I mean, they were two point favorites. So we go all the way up to seven and a half here. Cincinnati didn't look good week one. Um, I know, you know, the, uh, the takeaway is they were the runner ups in the Super Bowl last year in the AFC. Joe Burrow's great. But I think there's going to be some regression, especially with that schedule and that offensive line. And T. Higgins was in the concussion protocol. He left that game last week. Jamar Chase is great. But I'm not really sold on Zach Taylor as a play caller. Love Joe Mixon. But are they going to continue just to you know run on early downs and then force Joe Burrow to get hit on third and long? Would you go in Survivor? Would you trust the Bengals? Or would you trust the Rams more if you that's, had to pick? Because it's between those two teams That's for my me. pick, the Rams. See, and that's the thing, because I could use the Bengals then next week, but the problem is they play the Jets next week. We remember what happens last year. Mike White and the Jets actually upset them. But I'd use them for that you're reason, because right. they're not going to do that. You're again. right. They're Give me the Rams, dude. Atlanta's not beating the Rams. They're in not, Los Angeles, even no. though there's no home field advantage. They're not winning that game. I'm with Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or... I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 